This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Booty and the Binge. My name is Jinu and with me I have my dear dear friend Adi. Hi Adi. Hello everyone. Happy Dashera weekend. Happy Dashera weekend and we have some company with us because we have a crow just like yes. <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs right outside our window. So maybe you guys might hear him <laughs> asking for all the attention, <laughs> trying to steal it from us. <laughs> How have you been Adi? How has been the week? I've been good. I've been um and my therapist today taught me that good is not enough so um let's just say that uh, i had a very eventful week um a lot of uh, breakups and patchups uh meeting old friends and uh, yeah it it it's been full of drama but the kind of drama i like interesting interesting yes. and i think this is a really important point like good is not enough you you deserve more and you yeah. can ask for more and that's okay yeah exactly that's something that i realized this time <laughs> nice. what about you bitch tell us my booty has been busted because my work has been way too hectic this last week okay. i have been working day and night but uh, one of the things that my friend told me was it's okay to ask for time for yourself mm-hmm. uh, you are not asking something uh, unrealistic to your boss if you say ki i have been working way too way longer hours than required mm-hmm. and i need some free time you you deserve it you can ask for it yeah. and it doesn't matter uh, i mean the deadlines are always going to be stringent hmm. but then you always have to prioritize yourself and yeah. your own well-being over work so i don't know how to do that i am i am somebody who says yes to everything who always says ki uh, if new project in, is coming in i just want to hop on to it because yeah. i don't want to lose out on the opportunity yeah. but then once i start working on it it just feels exhausting so that's where i'm at Yeah. <laughs> I mean I just realized that you know the word deadline has dead in it. It's, it's never meant to be good for anyone. It's supposed to be all about um dying, I guess. Somebody <laughs> needs to die. There has to be a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. We were just calling our offices squid games and I was like I'm ready to kill all of the people so oh that I can god. have free time. Oh my now. god. Yes. <laughs> yes. I hope everyone has seen it. And if you've not seen it, please go watch it. I think it's one of the best shows I've seen on Netflix. I, I wouldn't call it the best show, but it was very inter- entertaining for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I did not expect so much from the show initially, but then I was into the story, and I'm like, this is amazing storytelling, and why am I relating to this so much? And then after the show ended, I kind of, of course, like the show is about capitalism, and I was trying to um, see, you know, how I can. Uh, match it and compare it with so many real things happening in my life. So, for instance, I realized, and this is a spoiler for everyone who hasn't really seen the show. Uh, you know how in in the games, uh, everybody had an option to quit if there was majority. Uh, you know, yeah. um, and uh, the, the the game would end. Um, but then, they weren't really able to do that because, uh, you know, like a few of them were still attracted towards the prize money. and mm-hmm. if we compare it with uh, office work majority of us can put our foot down and say that listen we need to end our office by 6:30 you know 
but then there will be a few assholes who will be like no i want a promotion <laughs> i want more money and i will keep working till like 1:30 at night your tone seems very pointed right now adi <laughs> I mean, is this this is this an attack on me? Is this how you are letting me know guys? I'm, I'm just talking about a show. Let's just say that. <laughs> one more thing actually, one more yes. thing I wanted to talk about during mm-hmm. this episode. Uh we recently got to know that the new Superman is going to be bisexual. Bisexual. I'm I'm interested. This is I, really interesting. Yes. But you know, um this also got me thinking about one thing. Okay, uh, first of all, uh Let me just make it very clear. I am very happy that a mainstream comic character is becoming bisexual now, yeah. queer now. Yes. So I am happy about that. Yeah. But then I, it got me thinking: how uh, in mainstream industry, everything has to be something that heterosexual men are comfortable with. Yeah. And in terms of sexuality, I feel like heterosexual cis men are more comfortable with bisexuality than homosexuality. Yeah. you know and uh, for example this superman he is not the actual superman by the way mm-hmm. uh, he is not the kent clark yeah. uh, sorry clark kent or whatever i, I don't remember yeah. his name yeah. but this guy he is his son mm-hmm. okay so he is technically a kid and mm-hmm. who doesn't have a baggage like all of the uh, superheroes like mm-hmm. batman spiderman all of them from very old times have mm-hmm. always had heterosexual love interests mm-hmm. whereas this is a brand new character mm-hmm. so they could easily make it gay hmm. i'm not complaining that it's bi hmm. but i'm just trying to rationalize why they decided to make that character bi you know yeah yeah that that gets me thinking so uh, both of us are marketers and yeah. in this industry maybe it's about not losing on a certain tg because you know superman in general has a lot of female fan following as well right yeah also uh, it talks about the definition of masculinity also yeah. he is the super man yeah. you know yes. and when you say a man yeah. maybe their inside told them he had to be interested in women as well he yeah. can't just be interested in men yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe like we are just thinking from a marketer's hat right now but true yeah. true and like you know talking from my own personal experience so for instance a lot of uh, tops on grinder say that you know they're more comfortable with being identified as bisexual yeah. because he how a man cannot not be interested in a woman absolutely you know and uh, at the end of the day for a bisexual man it seems like especially in a lot of indian context it's very easy for them to leave all their homosexual relationships behind and get married to a woman later yeah um you know n- n- no no hatred towards bisexual men all respect uh you know and i totally like you know support them um but at the same time and not that they want my support you know they <laughs> they, they are they are already empowered um but yeah i mean the whole bisexual identity i feel gives you uh an, an option an option and a little bit of uh, uh, what what would you say social currency yeah amongst both the genders mm-hmm. but Yeah, I yeah. agree. Like I remember when I came out to my parents, my, the first thing they asked me, "Are ca- can't you be interested in both?" Like yeah. <laughs> yes. that was a very specific question that was yeah. put to me. "Can't you be interested in both?" And yeah. I actually told them, "No, I have tried. I have zero interest in them." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But sure, I mean, now Superman is bisexual. Yeah, it has to start somewhere. So as long as before Superman, they had given us Green Lantern and Ice Man, and I don't care about either of those two. So Superman is still more mainstream. I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, bringing queer to the mainstream. 
for sure. I'm waiting for Batman to turn gay. Um, there were rumors, na. There yeah. was there were rumors that Batman and Robin might be uh, hooking a, up. A thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And also, we we come from Maika, Ahmedabad. Yeah. And we've seen Superman and Batman kiss each other. So <laughs> we know uh, who Superman's interested in. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Acha talking about bringing fear stories to mainstream we are going to talk about a very mainstream sh- show today yes, yeah. because this is a show that was in top 10 of netflix list mm. across the globe mm. so this is as mainstream as it can get yeah and the show's name is sex education yes yes very very important um this is the season 3 so the concept in general is not shocking but the storyline has evolved a lot uh one of the best parts about the show and uh you know l- let me quickly tell you about what what the show is uh so it's about a high school uh somewhere in in britain uh very close to france because we see them going to france just by a bus yeah um, <laughs> you know i i was isn't there in, like a coast, coast between like sea between uh, uh uk and france i thought there was like a uh, yeah. i thought uh, uk was separated from uh, the rest of the europe that way is it I'm Isn't not it? sure. I'm not sure. अच्छा, I thought. But yeah, there was this uh, Euro Canal or like something, you know. Because UK is kind of like a separate island. But then they I took a bus. To exactly. <laughs> I was just thinking yeah. about that only. Uh, yeah. Is it possible? I don't know. I've never been yeah. to UK. I've never been to France. So yes. I don't know how you travel by. I've, I've <laughs> just yeah. been to London for ten ten days. So mm-hmm. I n- never went to France. But in the show, they go by a bus, um, and uh, everybody talks in a, a British accent. So my. Yeah, it's in Wales, so that I know the show. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, based on what i've read online mm. the uh, the city where this is happening mm. it's based in wales okay uh, the show has been shot in wales okay. yeah okay mm. so apart from the geography the show is based <laughs> is based in uh, in a high school where kids are 16 17 year olds and uh, they are figuring a lot about themselves including their sexualities um in season 1 and 2 we saw uh, jean milburn dr jean milburn um helping them out uh being involved in the school in a way uh helping kids understand about uh, sex education in general um and that eventually gives uh the school a reputation of being a very uh, sexually active school yeah might i add over yes. there so yeah. uh, jean actually writes a book Hmm. about the school based on the experiences that the kids in the school are going through yeah. and she publishes that book yes. and that book is what really gives this school the sex school name yes. so now the school is known as a sex school yeah and the investors and uh, parents and the whole community is not very happy about it so they change the principal the, the the previous principal gets fired and there's a new principal in this season called hope yeah that's a very uh, Mm-hmm, name, yeah. you know, the yes. moment the, she told, oh, "You can call me Hope." Yeah. That was very poetic that way. Yeah, I, I was like, "Okay, so she is going to be the troublemaker this season." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and she was the hope for everyone. So her whole uh, aim actually is to uh, just normalize everything, sanitize everything, sanitize everything. Hmm. Yes, uh, and in that process, oh my God! Now that I realize, the first thing she does is. um she asks people to suppress themselves and not express in every way possible yeah. including fashion so she is like i want everyone to wear a uniform i want two binaries male and female yeah. um and uh, you know now that i think about it whenever anybody even in the society has tried to suppress individuality 
they have tried to put uniforms and binaries and rules absolutely and she was literally just copying what what's done in real life yeah and also very interesting point was how uh, they connected so you know every time like when an oppressor mm-hmm. tries to oppress you and wants you to get oppressed in the same at the same time they tell you about the repercussions of what would happen if you are free so you know for instance mave was always told that you will never become a good lawyer and you will never get accepted in a good law school with that nose piercing yeah and that's exactly what the, the kind of conversation i had with my father so uh, being a non binary person and having a, a very good fashion taste i think <laughs> i posted a few pictures where i was expressing my non binary identity i was wearing some jewelry i was wearing heels and my father said that listen uh, looking at these pictures nobody is going to give you a job and i'm like this is exactly what uh, you know principal hope told to mave that you know by expressing yourself you are never going to get uh, go to a good school so that was really interesting of how um, you know society in general asks us to repress our identities and that was shown really well in the show and Absolutely. i think the show is famous for uh, covering some really tough topics uh, in a very smooth manner in a very native manner like you don't feel like oh you know a, a topic is being brought up artificially and they're trying to educate us about it it comes out as if you know it like this is happening very naturally to the characters in the show yeah yeah one really interesting topic that i know is in the show was uh, so adam yeah. who is eric's boyfriend yeah uh, he is coming to terms with his sexuality very recently hmm. so you can see the battle he is having inside him hmm. so uh, he is he wants to express himself he wants to uh, accept himself but then that internal fight is going on hmm. and so he is uh, not ready to do it in public or when he is in his own room he would want to put on makeup yeah. but when he is outside he doesn't want to do it yeah. when he is outside he doesn't want to you know get clingy with eric because yeah. what will people think yeah. so um, i feel like uh, when you start coming to terms with sexuality you do go through these things mm-hmm. uh, i remember i have been through these things yeah. so uh, in a way seeing this on screen made me feel like this is something everybody should look at hmm. because uh, you know you can't expect people to just turn on a switch and be gay and turn yeah. on the switch and be straight yeah. that doesn't happen yeah 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 true that was really interesting and and the whole storyline of adam um, kind of uh, made me look at uh, you know so multiple things so for instance um, the, the very first thought was the whole meaning of being gay or queer um how it can be different for different people yeah um just like life you know mm-hmm. so for some some people can be very expressive very talented very out there and some of them might just take time uh and eventually in the end eric says that you know while you are still crawling i am ready to fly uh it just shows that like in life people can be at different stages in their journeys and they will take time um and uh, adam was clearly taking his own time and trying to understand what he's good at um not just from a sexuality point of view he also has this conversation with his teacher saying that i don't know what i'm good at yeah eventually realizes that uh, you know pets and dogs could be one of his passion skills um or or you know pa- passion uh, hobbies mm-hmm. um so i think you know when uh, 
he he got criticized by Eric for not really knowing, for not really accepting his own identity. But at the same time, I think he was just lost in life. Yeah, yeah, and at the same time, I also feel like when you start realizing you are gay, that time is very difficult. Uh, you know, uh, you can't picture yourself uh doing things in yeah. the future. Like I have been through that where I felt like I was just shooting in the dark. Yeah. Because I didn't know what my what my future looked like. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I don't see a lot of examples in front of me mm-hmm. uh, to see say ki okay that is a person who is mm-hmm. queer and who has done the things that I wanted to do and mm-hmm. I want to become like him. Yeah. That I never had and I mm-hmm. feel like maybe uh, Adam was going through that. I I was relating to Adam a lot uh, mm-hmm. in in like the kind of journey he was having. Mm-hmm. Also this uh, this topic you just mentioned how uh, Eric in the end says okay this is a spoiler but in the end Eric says ki uh, you are just crawling but i am ready to fly i think this does play out in gay relationships because uh, i remember just like a uh, couple of years back uh, i was uh, speaking with a guy and i just realized that guy is just coming out of the closet mm-hmm. he is just starting to come in terms with his sexuality and then that was frustrating to me as well because i was already ahead of that path mm-hmm. and i felt like because of this person i was i was having to go back a few steps yeah and i didn't want to go back that those many steps yeah so uh being on the same page mm. maybe in gay terms or rather queer terms also mm. means what stage are you at in self acceptance as well true true and uh, for somebody like adam who uh, was so congested uh, and constipated in terms of his own emotional expression so for instance Absolutely. he had never mm. cried and it was so difficult for him to come and come to terms with his own emotions and be able to cry and all a lot of that kind of uh, you know got passed down through his father yeah who had also not cried for for the longest of time um i hope you know somewhere down down the story he finds his expressions he finds his out outlet I hope so too. They have been renewed for fourth season, so yeah. I really hope they explore that sort of storyline further in season four. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I think we are only talking about the queer characters, but that's what the podcast is about. <laughs> yes, we, for us, uh, Eric and Adam are the stars of the show. Yes, so, yes, and yes. Lily and uh, Ola. Ola. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we are going to talk about them as well. Yeah. yeah, but for some reason, I think Lily and Ola's story wasn't covered a lot this time. Yeah, you know, because there, there was a lot going on, na. So maybe uh, it was on a side track. But uh, Lily got a lot of attention this season. Yeah. They actually gave us like a backstory to Lily. Yes, how she was moved from school to school because she yeah. was really. Uh, uh, Different. Yeah. yeah different well she was expressing her sexual ideas mm. uh, in a very creative way and mm. that was not going down well with people yeah so yeah and that turns into a really massive scene wherein hope makes them wear those uh, plates and mm. sit in front of everybody in the auditorium yeah. that was very scary to see the humiliation yeah 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 and i think that's what society does to us you know like uh, i mean in countries where being gay is illegal yeah. that's exactly you know what what's done you are given a name plate you are put in you are put in a jail for being who you are oh yeah now that i think about it it was so symbolic also like, very symbolic mm-hmm. or like people who want to write and create sexual content you know sexual comics or pornography in a lot of countries it's it's illegal for them to do that it's funny how uh, you know we we come from india and uh, land of kama sutra where we have temples no, but people are disowning kama sutra also na now that's uh, ridiculous yeah. yeah and then uh, not just uh, you know calling them out but also penalizing for the, for that 
at a very uh, you know unit level so for instance your family will start disowning you yeah your schools will start disowning you your teachers will start calling you names and you will lose dignity and the losing of dignity part was really symbolized really well really well with yeah. lily's storyline it was yeah. done so beautifully like mm. in the end uh, when lily just gives up everything she mm. just packs all her things and tell her mom tells her mom ki just throw it all away yeah that to me was very heartbreaking yeah. i was yeah. like this girl is really being pinned down yeah yeah and i think as queer people we go through that often especially during our early ages when you know like you said how it was very difficult for you to come to terms with your sexuality and your expressions and those kind of things there is a point when there is so much work and you know very little support that you feel like just giving up i agree yeah yeah you know for instance once in my life i was like okay being feminine is not really an option for me clearly i will have to put in a lot of effort to to be masculine i tried to be masculine for some time but then eventually i was like let me just give up you know this is this is becoming way too difficult for me and i think that was shown really well in the story hmm. i just wanted to make yes. a personal point over here yes. i was just having this conversation with one of my friends uh, a cis woman friend hmm. yesterday hmm. i was thinking so there was a time in my life and i was thinking i am not gay enough hmm. <laughs> yeah. because i am somebody who loves watching drag race i am yeah. somebody who loves doing a lot of fem things yeah. but then i don't come across as fem yeah. and uh, there was a time when i was really frustrated about hmm. it hmm. and i tried to force fit from, uh, fit myself into that kind of a personality where hmm. i am doing things hmm. but then um i myself was not feeling very comfortable about hmm. it hmm. and then i was so now when i am seeing a lot of this so current situation is kind of like uh, this is renaissance of queer artists yeah. we are seeing uh, lil nas x do a lot of yes. things we are do- seeing troy sivan doing yeah. a lot of things yeah. and uh, uh, adam lambert doing a lot of things mm. but now when i look at them mm. now i feel like okay i don't have to be a certain way there is yeah. no binary yeah. i can i don't have to be femme femme or mm. i don't have to be straight passing i mm. can be in between yeah. so yeah that kind of journey of finding your own self in that way like uh, yeah. the degree at which you fall at mm-hmm. i think that's also part of the queer experience and in some way we see that with adam's character in some way we see that with ola and lily as well yeah yeah and uh, it's really interesting you know how queer characters of various and this time there was an nb character as well yes there were two nb characters yes there were two nb yeah. characters yeah and they have actually shown like her uh, taping down her breasts yes. and it was very painful for her it was hurt, uh, oh, yeah them. sorry yes. yeah it yes. was very painful for them yes. and yeah. uh it was really hurting them really badly yeah. also the scene where i forgot the name of that uh, character anyway we don't yeah. remember the name of that character yes, but yeah. uh, there is a time where uh, they are uh, planning to start a relationship with a mm. cis man yeah. and they tell him ki mm. uh, if we start a relationship mm. you will be in a queer relationship yes. and it freaks him out and yeah. he backs out of it yes and is exactly similar conversation i had this week with with a boy um uh, who's who's cis male gay um and you know like we 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 were talking about uh, you know let's start dating and everything and i wanted to make it clear to to him that listen i identify as a non binary person which means i'm not a boy which means you're not going to date a boy and that makes you pansexual instead of um, you know just gay and he was like interesting you know wow like uh, that that's uh, so basically labels are useless 
yeah that's that's the whole point of this but it was it was nice even you know with the introduction of these two nb characters uh one was a rebel and uh, ready to you know fight the rules and kind of uh, you know hold the ground to you know what what they want to do uh, but at the same time there was this other character who was giving in and uh, who did not want to fight the rules and just you know keep their life a lot more easier and simpler and i think those are the two extremes yeah one season themselves as well yeah yeah in fact uh, this also brings me to a topic that as a queer person you are expected to keep fighting for yourself yeah and it's difficult at times yeah i i yeah. was really understanding what that other queer character who was not fighting uh, that, that yeah. much who yeah. was uh, kind of giving in hmm. i was understanding that character's point of view as well hmm. because it's really difficult to constantly keep on fighting a battle yeah. you know yeah. uh, in your daily life in the most routine of the things hmm. it's very exhausting it is it is and sometimes you just want to live peacefully and not constantly fight and that would be an ideal world where uh, society does not really urge you to fight but i think that society's mechanism of shutting you down absolutely you know of draining you of all your energy and kind of making you exhausted also uh, there is a point where uh, eric goes to nigeria hmm. and i was like this is looking very much like india yes. the entire situation was so similar to you know what we like experienced in india yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and the whole wedding it, it looked like an indian reception if absolutely not yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> but i love nigerian clothes oh my god i want those colors and the, the blue and the golden and everything you sound like a very white moving <laughs> kind of a thing right now, you I'm know i'm ashamed i'm ashamed but uh, i i worked with a nigerian company before and um, i just love their choice of colors and hues and the fabrics that they use oh my god i i want to have all of that um but yeah even even that experience was so good and interestingly eric uh finds out eric f- uh, finds out about his freedom and feels more free in a country like nigeria mm-hmm. which is restricted yeah and is not as open as the uk yeah and he was feeling more restricted back in the uk yeah 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 so that was one very interesting point and You know, yeah, I, I was actually happens. convinced that the entire Nigeria track is going to end really badly, uh, yes. especially when uh, Eric steps out. I was so I'm, scared. Yeah, I was like, I was going like to so get much anxiety. Yeah. Going to get yeah. <laughs> especially that part where uh, his date steps out of the cab and yeah. the cab driver is looking at Eric from the rearview mirror. Yeah. Yeah. I am like, dude, something bad is going yes. to happen. Yes. I, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. I was like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was super scared for Eric as well. but uh, thankfully i think the show ha- gave us a lot of uh, what do you say uh, you know i i don't know what's the term for it teasing a lot of teasers yeah where for instance when when jean melburn is in in the hospital hmm. i did not want her to die Yeah. I was like, oh my god, she's going true, to true. die. What's going to happen? Yeah. And then will Eric? She's by the way one of my favorite characters. Yes, she's I amazing. love. I love Jean-Luc. <laughs> I want to grow into her. Yeah. I want to grow and be that woman. Um, but yeah, the, the show gave us a lot of teasers, and I think that's what kept us hooked with the show. Also, yeah. the friendship between Adam and Rahim. Oh yeah, which yes. was also really beautiful. By yeah. the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, a lot of thoughts in the viewers mind right now that what if they get into a relationship but i don't think that this show is that straight <laughs> yeah so overall would you give this show a booty or a binge i would give this show a binge and you have to binge it asap 
uh, you know forget about eating food forget about drinking water just go and watch this show and only then you get to come back to life yeah. <laughs> absolutely i will also give this a massive massive binge and i i think if you are a queer person i am 100% sure that you have already watched this show so yeah. probably you are just listening to us uh, just to get our thoughts about the show so yeah yeah if you ha- still haven't watched it just stop whatever you are doing and just watch the show the episodes are very snackable you won't even realize when the show started and when it ended <laughs> yeah yeah um so that's all from us today we were talking about sex education season 3 and all the queer angles from the show um if you want to uh, talk, listen about more queer content like films and shows uh do follow us on spotify and uh, any other platform where you consume your podcasts on uh now we are also on social media we uh, have an instagram account so do follow us uh we are called booty and the binge on instagram as well um and we'll keep you posted about any new thing that we do in our lives through these podcasts yes all right bye bye take care